0: Welcome to episode two of the Perfect Par podcast. In this episode, I am joined by nutrition expert, Ben Feinman. Ben has worked in the fitness industry for over 12 years and runs a wellness company called Intuitive Roots. We start our conversation by discussing the fundamentals of nutrition, including where calories come from, what are clean foods, and how to structure your nutrition. Let's jump right in. Well, Ben, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Carter. So I know I had you on the podcast, I guess it was almost two years ago now, which is crazy. But for those who listen to that episode, can you tell them a little bit
1: about yourself? Sure. Um, so my name is Ben Feynman. I'm based out of the Philadelphia area. Um, I'm a personal trainer, strength coach. Um, I also do nutrition coaching. Um, I work uh, in corporate environment for a lot of like my full-time gigs. So I uh, right now I'm actually working for a private logistics company and uh Working with their employees, training them, doing doing a little bit of nutritional coaching and some other wellness initiatives. Um, but uh, I also have my own training business called Intuitive Roots. Um, I would say primarily fitness training um, as well as nutritional uh, support as well. So um, you know, I have a range of clients uh, under that as well. Um, and I've I've been in, working in the fitness industry since like 2009. So years are really starting to stack up. Um, but yeah, you know, I've worked with everyone from, you know, just your general average person trying to improve their fitness, you know, to athletes, to kind of everything in between, um, worked with some elderly population, um, you know, younger people. So kind of a, a wide range of clientele that I see. So, yeah. So with most people I have on the podcast,
0: a lot of the topics we talk about, they have a general idea of, you know, what we're discussing. I don't think that's truly the case with nutrition i think a lot of people know it's important but they don't really know uh where to start so i guess a good place to start today is what are some of the basics and fundamentals of nutrition
1: um yeah that's nutrition is such a, a broad topic um i would say like for the average person so there's differences um someone who's an athlete you're going to have a lot different nutritional demands than the average person um I would say generally a lot of the people that I see that aren't athletes, uh, weight loss is the main concern. I think that's the majority clientele. I see people want to kind of lose weight, get healthier and, um, you know, just improve their overall health. So I think for the average person, um, it just starts with a little bit of education and awareness. I think um, apologies if you hear my dog barking. I think for the general person, uh, we don't have a great educational system for nutrition in this country. So I I think that um, is kind of a good starting point. Just, you know, unless you kind of seek out uh, on your own to really do the research and kind of understand what healthy eating is, um, a lot of people just don't have a good framework for it. Um, You know, maybe you just didn't grow up in a household where healthy eating was a thing or... You know a, a variety of reasons, but the nutritional education in this country is not good, so um I think a good starting point is just kind of understanding where calories come from um, that would be your macronutrients so the three three plays calorie really comes from three um three components you have protein, you have carbohydrates, and you have fat. All the calories you consume your entire life have come from those three components um, they all have a little bit of different effects on the body so Carbohydrates are going to be your body's primary energy source. So that's what your body looks for immediate energy to break down and use from, you know, everything from, you know, kind of just like household activity, activities of daily living, simple things to, you know, the hardest athletic training. So um, carbs are your primary fuel source. Um, then you look at fats. They're kind of your long term energy source. I mean, all of these things have various, you know, um, a lot of different, um, right. They have a lot of different things they do in the body a lot of different processes they regulate but for the main part um, fat's going to be your long-term energy source you know it's also obviously what kind of protects your organs kind of helps make the structure of your cell walls um, helps regulate hormones so a lot of different things that fats do for the body Um, and then you have proteins um, which i think a lot of people are familiar with they're kind of like the building blocks of your muscle tissue and they uh, also comprise a lot of other structural components in the body with other tissues. But um, you kind of need a balance of all three to, uh, you know, have a, a healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, now there's a lot of different, you know, I, I think that's what can be confusing to people at times. There's a lot of different nutritional protocols. You have everything from your ketogenic, which is very low carb to almost no carbohydrate at all. Um, you know, you have high protein diets, you have low fat diets. There's There's a lot out there, and I think it's very confusing to people. So I think from a good baseline, if you kind of look at, all right, I'm trying to get healthy. I'm kind of starting out on a new eating practice. What can I do? Um, So looking at the portion size of your meals is a very important thing, looking at the content of your meals. um, I would encourage people to really focus on eating whole foods, Um, and that basically means things that are as close to their natural state as possible um so you know your meats vegetables fruits um comprise the majority of your your whole food sources um and then outside of that looking for things that i would consider minimally processed um so the food industry does lots of tricks and and other things they do to kind of you know add flavor to foods add certain things to foods and a lot of these things aren't the healthiest for our bodies so um what i would consider a processed food is something that's been really altered from its original state um Take something, I don't know, like white rice, let's say, um, something like brown rice or whole grain bread. If we're looking at like wheat and grain, mm-hmm. it's, it's got a lot more things that are going to be good for your body. Whole grains, it's got a lot of good minerals in it. Um, when they make something white like bread or rice, they, they strip and bleach and take a lot of the essential nutrients out of it, leaving you with stuff that's still going to provide you calories and energies, but it's just not going to be as sustainable. Um, whole foods typically are going to take longer to digest so they're going to give you more sustained energy um and processed foods one are going to do things like drive your blood sugar up a lot of them have a lot of sugars added um i would say sugars like the number one thing to really be cautious of in your diet that you can really have an influence on you know everything from your insulin levels to you know just your overall energy um processed foods typically will give you energy for a short period. You know, they're going to spike your blood sugar, spike your insulin, um, especially stuff with a lot of that added sugar. And then if you, um, you know, don't go and exercise and clear that insulin out of your bloodstream, it just kind of sits. And then over the course of time that can lead to things like pre-diabetes and diabetes, because your body has so much insulin always circulating in your bloodstream that, you know, your body becomes resistant to it and then you can't produce it as efficiently as you once did. So, um, Things like that are all to take into account. So, trying to build your diet around more whole foods, fruits, vegetables, lean protein sources like meats, eggs, um, dairy products. Um, some of them aren't the best. Some of them are good. We can get into that then. But um, again, uh, with dairy, you just got to really look at sugars and you know how your body responds to it. Some people are fine with lactose and other things in dairy. Other people have tough time digesting it so you might want to look at more like plant-based milks if you know you're going to drink that um yeah but really kind of trying to build you know so three meals a day your breakfast lunch dinner i would say for the average person is a good starting point getting a good breakfast in the morning trying to put a good calorie source so you have nice energy to carry through the day um having you know another meal at lunch kind of like a good midday refueling. Um, and then again, later at night for dinner, um, if you can really kind of stick to that, I know that's kind of the quintessential structure most people are used to, but mm-hmm. modern society, we're busy with we a lot of stuff going on. It's very easy to skip meals. It's very easy to just go for what's convenient. Um, and what's convenient, we know isn't always the best choice when you look at things like fast food or just, you know, different like microwave meals, um, all those yeah. things, highly processed, not a lot of healthy things in there. So really trying to build three meals a day based around whole foods. And um, you and I, you're, you're um, familiar with kind of the precision nutrition method because, you know, we've worked on that together. Um, They're an organization that I'm certified through and um, I put a lot of faith in they're a really good certifying body for anyone who's looking to become a nutrition coach, but they also just put out a lot of good nutritional information for the public. Um, And I really like following their system when it comes to portion sizing, um, because that's a big part of, how you're intaking calories. So depending on your body size, your age, the demands of your lifestyle, um, we all kind of need different calorie loads, um, depending on, you know, all those things I just mentioned. So looking at building a meal, it's, you know, hard to say, like, just looking at labels, like, all right, how many calories is this? So the system that they use that I found works really well is a hand measuring system. So when you look at what's a serving, so a serving a protein would be about the size of your palm so about that size and what's good is your body scale to you so you know the size of your palm is going to be you know adequate for yourself um you know the size of my palm might not be the right portion for you but you know you can kind of use your own body as a measuring system then you want to look at your vegetables um one to two fistfuls of vegetables um is good to get at every meal and vegetables do a lot of things um as far as our nutrition one They have a lot of good minerals, antioxidants, um, vitamins, um, vegetables and fruits that, you know, our body needs to regulate a lot of different things, a lot of processes going on in the body. So um, it's really good to get that. And the other thing that they kind of help with is just feeling fullness. So vegetables and even protein on that matter, um, vegetables have a, a lot of fiber and fiber is kind of one of those things that helps. Your body can't digest it. It kind of just gets pushed through your digestive tract. So if you eat a lot of vegetables, have a lot of fiber in your diet, it's going to fill your stomach more. And the way that our body kind of regulates appetite is the amount of uh, volume of food that's going through our stomach. It's not just calories. So you could eat, you know, the same serving of vegetables, same size of potato chips. And, you know, the vegetables are just going to make you feel fuller longer and they're putting low calorie um, food. Vegetables are typically a lower calorie food as compared to a lot of different fats and other carbohydrates. So if you can get a good uh, portion of vegetables on your plate and get that in with your protein, and then just kind of do like a smaller cupped handful of carbohydrate, whether that's, you know, rice, um, potatoes, different kind of grains, um, that's a pretty complete meal because uh, the vegetables at a lower calorie load, filling your stomach up more, it's going to make you feel full and it's just not going to put a ton of calories in you you obviously need you know the amount um an adequate amount to sustain your activity and everything but you know overeating typically occurs when you eat a high calorie food that doesn't necessarily fill your stomach up Mm -hmm. so you're not full so then you're going to eat more and um you know like processed carbohydrates are something that people typically can binge on whether you're eating potato chips or pastries um they don't really fill up a lot of volume in your stomach until you eat a large amount. And by that time you've consumed a pretty enormous amount of calories. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, you're sitting there, your stomach's full, you feel sick. So, you know, kind of tying that all together, if you can get those three healthy meals where you're getting, you know, one to two palms of protein, um, and that's obviously going to vary, you know, on all the variables that, um, I just mentioned, but, um, if you can get those three meals with your protein, a couple handfuls of vegetables, and then, uh, A serving of carbohydrate would be about a cupped handful so if you can do one to two of those on plate three times a day and then the times in between meals um you know you might want a a snack to kind of hold you over um and that's you know it's good to have uh, some healthy snacks in between meals now you can obviously get into unhealthy things but stuff like fruit maybe doing like Apple with some kind of nut butter, um, you know, just trying to get all the same things. Trying to get some protein, trying to get some healthy whole foods, just to kind of hold you over. And a snack is really just kind of hold you over between meals. So you know, you don't want a snack that's like five to six hundred plus calories. Like two to four hundred calories is normally adequate. So that could be a lot of things. Maybe that's like a Greek yogurt to get some good protein. Maybe that's like um, you know, small omelet. I mean you know, I think people need to kind of change their thought process on what is a snack. Because I think a lot of times when people think about snacking, they think unhealthy things like a lot of stuff I just mentioned, cookies, chips, um, you know, a lot of that processed junk um, Mm -hmm. is really what it is. So if you can kind of get those three healthy meals each day and um, also get, you know, a couple healthy snacks to hold you over in between the meals, that's a, a pretty good framework to start. And then, um, you know, from there, then it's really kind of breaking down the content of your food and seeing where you can do a little better and improve. Um, but instead of and one of the things uh, precision nutrition really kind of drives home is like, I think people need to stop looking at foods as good and bad and kind of look at it on more of a continuum scale of, okay, this is not the best choice. This is a little bit better choice. And this is the best choice. And yeah. you know, you don't always have the time or you know, the situation you're in that you can make the best pop to make that like best choice, but right. you, you try to do as best as you can based on, you know, where you're at. I know it's tough when you start traveling and, you know, if you have a busy work day, so sometimes, you know, it might mean, you know, getting up a little early, preparing a protein shake that you can just quick blend up and drink while you're driving into work or, or something like that. But, um, Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the basis for building healthy meals and then kind of, you know, slowly just trying to improve the content of those meals and seeing, you know, where you can maybe add a few things in to kind of to help. And, you know, that's for the average person. Obviously, people with nutritional deficiencies, athletes um, might need to kind of mix things up a little bit and and change things up. But I I think that's a good framework for starting.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Perfect Par Podcast. You can find out more about my guest in this episode and where you can find them in the episode description. If you want to view the entire interview now, you can do so at theperfectpar.com. You can also find out more about me and shorter podcast clips on my Instagram at carter.strout or my Twitter at carterstrout.